All right, welcome back inside our proactive newsroom. And joining me now is James Frenzy. He is the CEO of Multiband Global. And James, it's good to see you. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Nice to meet you. Nice to learn a bit more about the company that's uh, uh, taking quite a few steps in 2022. And uh, we'll talk about a number of those. But but first, let's talk about Multiband Global. That is the new name. So tell me a little bit about the, the switch in name. Well, we're presently in the process of changing uh, our overall name, and that requires, uh, you know, approval from FINRA. And we have filings with the state of Nevada where we're incorporated. But really, Multiband Global really is more representative of what our company does versus American Metals uh, Recycling and Recovery. It's uh, MBG is more in line and in tune with the world of telecommunications and as opposed to recycling, of course. Yeah. Why, why don't you tell me a bit about the company as a whole so uh, people can understand what you're talking about there? Because you are delivering uh, uh, on sort of a, an energy solution for, for the network, as you mentioned. Yeah, we have uh, most of our business is in the telecom sector. Uh, we have a, a large portion of our business that comes from installing fiber optics uh, for you know large uh, fiber providers across the country. Uh, in fact, we just got uh, five additional uh, markets for our fiber practice, which is pretty exciting. Uh, we have a vertical that does uh, secure work for the government. And that's also in the capacity to telecommunications. We have a low voltage construction business that does interior wiring for um, large office buildings, hospitals, universities, and such. And we have a, a practice that does audiovisual, uh, like digital signage, and you know just AV matters at universities and hospitals. And we have some exciting high growth areas. Uh, we have a product called the Aspire, which mm -hmm. is it's a utility pole that basically can look like a street light or a light uh, a pole with signage on it. But we have the ability to house uh, four independent carriers inside of our product. And so uh, previously, a company like Crown Castle, for instance, who's also a customer of ours, they would develop a, a large macro tower. And when you think of a cell tower, that's more what um, is out there right now. And it's a large tower. And oftentimes, if you're looking at it, you'll see there's going to be multiple um antennas on that tower. The technology for 5G is changing. Uh, mm -hmm. And rather than macro towers, you're going to see more of our product out there, which is a smaller pole. It's made 20 to 50 feet that looks like a, a light pole. And as I said, it, it is a light pole. However, we have the ability to have the same set of antennas, but for 5G inside of our product. And we're working on additional features uh, where we'll have the ability to have car charging, EV car charging coming out of our poles, uh, which is uh, very exciting. And we're working on some solar powered prototypes um, where we'd have the ability to power millimeter wave communications uh, with solar energy. And that's uh, that's in process right now. And so we're, we're very excited about that, uh, expanding it into uh, foreign markets and across the country where uh, we're the industry standard in the uh, city of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, 
but presently our poles are all throughout the the southeast by and large uh, hmm. and in another growth line that we have is what we call Amplifive, and that's our own uh, it's a private network where we would install uh, 5g or lte inside of a, a building or a town center or an arena and it's a neutral host where it allows us to communicate with the customer's uh, cellular device and then route the communications to each of the respective carriers. So it allows, mm. yeah, it allows um, the facility or town center to increase their cellular coverage, but then the carrier doesn't have to spend the capital costs to develop it uh, at the facility. So the result is the customer, the consumer at a stadium or arena will get better cellular coverage the carrier doesn't have to pay more for the infrastructure and we make a fee by allowing the carriers to um, use our network uh, for their consumers. It, it's seamless for everybody. Yeah. James, are you, are you hearing that from a lot of uh, uh, companies as they sort of move into the, the, the updated world of technology that they're looking, it sounds like they're looking for a lot more uh, obviously lower cost, but they're also looking for a lot more options. Is, is, is that fair to say? Yeah, in fact, I'd say that it's on fire uh, yeah. right now. <laughs> is that, um, if you think about it, even most stores that you go to, they ask you if you've downloaded the app or you get a, you know, a coupon if you use the app and, and whatnot. Then, however, they say, can you get the app, but your phone doesn't work in that store? Mm -hmm. And that's pretty obnoxious. Or say that you go to a concert. Most people at some level during any concert or sporting event is going to stream something. Yeah. And so, but then when their phone can't work because there's no reception, it diminishes the consumer experience. And a lot of these stadiums and arenas, they had their communications installed maybe 10 years ago, and it wasn't nearly anticipated the amount of streaming and the quality that, you know, it, even for like the new iPhone, uh, the file sizes are getting bigger because the quality is getting better. And mm. so, um, so we're in a position right now where we're getting a lot of attention and, you know, from the market domestically and internationally to uh, set up these systems. Let's talk about 2023. Uh, I know because in 2022, as you mentioned, you you talked a lot about what you had done. You made some some pretty, pretty huge moves in 2022 to set the company up really for what you said earlier is growth in 2023. So what's your focus this year? Uh, this year, we really want to get our polls out in the public as much as possible and as quickly as possible, um, domestically and internationally. And so it's in the early 2000s, there was a rush for companies like Crown to get out there and get the best sites available for their towers. And so now in 2023, we're in a position where it's best to get your polls out there to get the best available uh, sites. So you have the most options for the carriers when you're uh, when you're leasing you know, space on our polls. So right now, it's very important for us to get as much real estate as possible with our uh, with our Aspire product so we can cover the most ground and have the most valuable uh, real estate to lease to the carriers. And in addition, uh, as I was just talking about our Amplify uh, product, is that 
you know, every day, you know, people experience poor cellular service where it's expected to have. And, you know, the carriers can't be everywhere for everyone, but, mm -hmm. uh, but we want to be there to improve customer experience and we want to get there. It, it's also going to be a race to gather up the real estate, um, to be in the right places at the right time to provide the best service available to, you know, our customers, customers. So that's very, uh, that's something that we're, again, we're trying to grow both of those uh, domestically and internationally. Uh, I spent about a month in Eastern Europe working with partners and uh, carriers on developing this. And I've spent a substantial amount of time in the United Kingdom uh, working mm -hmm. on this as well. And additionally, another, um, again, I talked about adding car charging. In America, the car charging network is pretty reasonable. Um, at least here in Austin, Texas, there's car charging like nearly everywhere, but it's not, right. surprisingly, it's not as built out in the United Kingdom and certainly not in <laughs> Eastern Europe. And you may not be aware, but there's some regulation in the United Kingdom where uh, taxis and ubers have to move to become ev i think by like 2025 or 2026 and there's almost no chargers around yeah. and so uh, so it really sets us up to provide the access point spots with our poles and gather up valuable ev charging real estate in a developing ev market like the united kingdom and of course we can do that in america um but the the demand and the regulations in the United Kingdom really make it a hot market uh, for our product. So All right. I expect a lot more international growth in 2023. All right. We look forward to continuing to follow that. Uh, sounds super interesting. James, thanks so much. Great to catch up with you and learn what you're doing. And uh, as I said, 2022 was pretty busy. It sounds like 2023 is going to be just as busy. So nice That's to right. see you. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. All right. James Frenzy, the CEO of Multiband Global.